Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found... Major League Soccer. We are back. Welcome back to the MLS UK show. I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. I don't know what episode it is. I can barely remember what season it is. Um, but the important thing is, uh, I'm still Elliot. He's still Henry. And we still love MLS. And we're going to talk about it for the next hour. Yeah, this is the first time we've actually been together since the 25th of July. So there's nearly six weeks ago. He tells lies. Uh, I parked on his drive to go to the airport in oh, Manchester. Yeah. So I saw him then. Well, together with a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot that even that seems like ages yeah. ago. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, we, we're so happy to be back. We did some great interviews over the course of our break, let's say, our summer break, uh, which you can watch on YouTube or listen to on your podcast provider. Uh, but no, I mean, there's nothing like a full MLS UK show episode, is there? Uh, I've got a new game for us to play. Uh, I've got a game with a change in name player. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about as well. Yeah, we're going to find out who our MLS UK show championship champions are. Uh, Do you so- know, I tried desperately, you know, when we last did a catch up, I tried desperately to keep up with it. Yeah, yeah. And then I was in Bali and it's really, <laughs> really difficult. Well, I don't want to give anything away, but it, um, you may remember last time we checked it, New England Revolution has got it for 10 times. Uh, they kept it so they've drawn or won so they get to keep the title. It's only changed hands twice since then. So we are going this year on a, it's more teams going on runs at certain yeah. points rather than just changing every week. It has, it, it's interesting though, isn't it? Because it has actually been like that. You know, teams that were kind of up there have have fallen away since we last spoke teams that were struggling a little bit you just mentioned new england revolution you know spoiler alert they're in the playoffs um well not confirmed but they're in the no. places um you know and and you know we've seen like seattle portland mm. we've seen some really really varying you know results in the season so i feel like the the mls uk show champions is is kind of it's kind of been quite a testament to a weird season We're going to be talking about MLS going into the home straight, into the playoffs uh, very soon. But like every MLS UK show, uh, we're going to start with a game with a changing name. Yes, so this is a player who started... Well, they didn't have to start their career. They've played in both the UK and in MLS. And so I will read you their career path. You have to tell me who they are. We're easing you back in. We've had some tough ones this season. 
Mm-hmm. Um, some of them were so tough, I forgot their name. Um, <laughs> yeah, that episode where it's <laughs> we did it twice yeah. because you give the player and went, wait a sec. They've never played in They've MLS. Never played in MLS. <laughs> I'd got the wrong person. Um, this person has definitely played in MLS, but this is an easy, easy, easy one for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, so they started their career, their youth career, crucially, in 2013 at Oklahoma FC. You're not going to get it from that, I presume. Nope. No. Uh, they then played in college for the Virginia Cavaliers. Okay. Uh, and then were drafted into MLS in 2020-2021. Imagine your first <laughs> your first game in MLS being the MLS's back tournament. <laughs> yeah, don't get used to this. You're not playing in Florida all the time. Um, Funny you should say that. <laughs> they actually then went on uh, to do two seasons with Orlando City. Okay. Uh, and they've since moved over to the UK. Right. Have they played for two teams yes. in the UK? Right. I know it is straight yeah. away. Everyone knows who it is, but I'm <laughs> getting you there. We're, we're going to run out of players at some point. Yeah. So all, I can't keep avoiding these obvious ones. We have to we have to box them off. Funny that in the week of the US Open Cup final, which Orlando find themselves in, mm. we've already started with an Orlando kind of feature on the show. Uh, yeah, well, I'll be honest with you. I've got lists of these players. Some of them people have sent me. Yep. Some of them um, are brand new, like just happened last month. And I was like, no, it's too obvious. And some of them are a bit harder. So I picked Daryl from... <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so what we're going to do now is... Because I'm not editing that out, actually. So what we're going to do now is we're going to do the whole episode and then humour everyone. Well, we're going to humour Elliot at the end and mm. make it seem like he's doing a big reveal of who it is. So you've already got their first name. So I picked Daryl Russell because... Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's that easy that you've already given the first name. Everyone knows who it is. Yeah. Um, right, well, we, before we reveal the surname of this player... Uh, we're going to have to talk about what's happened in MLS. But before that, we need to hear from our sponsors, which conveniently is us two, basically. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. I mean, us two don't sponsor the show, but it's us two you're hearing from regarding our sponsor. Uh, And they've just tweeted, actually, saying, good morning, soccer nerds, as they do every single day. It literally just got the notification now. Um, And that's Soccer90. That is the place to be. Make sure you follow them on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Soccer90 have got all of the merch, not just for the run-in of MLS, as things start to hot up. If your team's doing really well and you want to rep the shirts, maybe, in uh, MLS Cup. Uh, you need to get on there, but also with a World Cup and some beautiful World Cup shirts, by the way, coming, not for the States. Um, <laughs> Mexico's is very nice. Mexico's. Yeah, um, yeah you, that's the place to go. Yes. Uh, and while you're there, Soccer90.com, when you've decided what you want to purchase, whether it be a MLS shirt or whether it be, yeah, like you said, a different league in Europe or an international shirt, at the checkout in the discount code, if you type in MLS UK, you get 20% off too. If you type in the word Daryl, you get nothing. The MLS UK Show. So let's have a look what happened this weekend in MLS. And it is just this weekend. We could spend a a four-hour show talking about what's happened in the last month. 
But we've both got places to be after this and things to do. So we're going to do just this weekend. It was another busy weekend of MLS. I want to start, though, Elliot, with Philadelphia Union. Um, It was uh, the battle of our two recent MLS guests. And it was uh, a better night for one of them than the other. Mm. Uh, For those who don't know, we had Jack Elliott of Philadelphia Union on and Drew Yearwood of New York Red Bulls. Um, So we'll talk about Drew first. Drew got sent off. He was very frustrated. This was at 2-0. Um, frustrated with a decision, so he kicked the ball into the crowd and it actually hit a fan who was wearing a Manchester United shirt, I noticed. Yeah, I um, But, uh, yeah, so he obviously went into the crowd, tried to apologise. It was still a bit raw. I think the, the, the person's um, friend or partner wasn't very interested in hearing from Drew and then he got sent off because of it. So they have apologised, both Red Bulls and Drew have apologised afterwards. So hopefully we can all move on from that. Um, but Philadelphia, I mean, what this is, if, if we do need to talk about a team uh, of what they've done in the last month, we do need to talk about Philadelphia Union because they have scored 29 goals since we've been away. Uh, 29 goals in uh, 35, 40 days. Amazing. If you listen to the interview, um, when I ra- wrapped up my interview with Jack Elliott, I said to him, you know, what are your expectations? What are your hopes for, for the rest of the season? And obviously, I know he wasn't going to go, oh, well, we're going to win it all. Um, but they were, there was some distance between themselves and, and LAFC. They, they needed to hunt them down. Obviously, they had the East pretty much wrapped up at this point. They're now level on points. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Got ourselves a supporters' shield battle going into decision day, which was is great because we did think at one point, didn't we? We thought that LAFC have got yeah. this round up, uh, especially with the signings they made. But Philadelphia, credit to them because they've just gone about the business. Okay, in recent weeks they've started winning six nils and seven nils, but um, they have just they've been there the whole season. They've only lost four games. They've won. Uh, well, they've not lost at home. Yeah. They've been so consistent and, uh, yeah, going away to Red Bulls at the weekend, winning 2-0 is a very impressive result, even though compared to other recent results, it's not that impressive. You can't play DC every week, though. No, that is true. And uh, as an Atlanta fan, I wish you could. Um, so uh, I know another thing I noticed, actually, another healthy away crowd is starting to creep in. I noticed Columbus at uh, Cincinnati the other week as well. Yeah, um, I mean... The only time, the only way that we're we as fans are ever going to understand what the players go through when they, you know, travel to the other side of the country is is to start these uh, away game pilgrimages. <laughs> I think uh, we call them. Obviously, it's a pilgrimage for us to go to a home game, um, but yeah, it's certainly certainly becoming a bit more of a thing. It is, yeah. So uh, Philadelphia Union, uh, sixty three goals this season. They need eighty five to beat the record. I don't think they're going to do that in four games unless they get the fixtures change and they play DC United next four times. One thing though is uh, they have only conceded twenty one, which is eleven fewer than LAFC. And um, even though they're not going to get the record for the least goals conceded, they can get into the top ten if they concede less than four. But however. I've got to say, I did look at the records before. Eight of the top 10 of the fewest goals conceded is from 2020 season when they played like 10 games. Ah. So uh, I would, Philadelphia are going to get into the top three of whole seasons played. And it just shows not even for Jack Elliott, but the whole team, they have been so good this year. And you could look at it now. LAFC have played very well. Of course they have. And to get the amount of points they've got, you've had to have played well. But if you look at Philadelphia, what they've done recently, what they've done on a more consistent basis throughout the year, could you argue that perhaps they're more deserving winners? That's 
That is bold. I don't know. I think, you know, you look, they've got their goal difference is 42. They've lost less games than LAFC. Four games? Is it still four games? Because it was four games when I interviewed Jack and I feel like they haven't lost since. Uh, they've not. No, they've scored about 500 goals since then, <laughs> but they've not lost. Yeah, I, I know. I understand what you're saying. I think with MLS, there's there's two battles to be won and it's on the pitch and off the pitch. Off the pitch because of all the, the, the roster rules. LAFC have done an incredible job they have, with yeah. that. So I think it, it, if we were talking about British football, maybe you get teams who have spent way too much and they underachieve and then you get teams who don't spend and they do really well mm-hmm. and you pat them on the back. With Philly and LAFC, you know, they're both acting under spending the same amount of money or almost. So I, I feel like it's difficult. Well, we'll have to see. Although I've got to say that based on um, previous teams that have won the uh, Supporters Shield and their, well, how they've done in MLS Cup uh, is probably better for the team that isn't winning Supporters Shield uh, because they'll probably have a better True. chance of going through. True. Um, right, let's. Uh, oh, one note on Red Bulls. They can clinch their playoff spot this weekend. Yep. So they've, they've deferred the nine points playing the playoffs. They've, they've had a good season. Better than what we expected. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think so. Obviously, from an Orlando perspective, I'd like it if they maybe slipped up a little bit um, because we seem to have just awoken all of a sudden. Um, but yeah, no. Let's be fair. You know, they've had a they've had a good season, and um, and certainly finishing above NYCFC is is big at the start of the season. If you predicted that, I'd be very impressed. Um, the next match we're going to talk about is Nashville v Austin. And this was the battle of potential MVPs. Obviously, Mukhtar scored two, Nashville won 3 0. So he had a better night. He's now gone above uh, Dryusi in, uh, in the goal standings. Um, Gazdag's up there as well with 18 goals. But do, would you agree with that? It's a battle between Mukhtar and Dryusi for the MVP? Yeah, and, and rightly so. Um, when it comes to uh, Mukhtar, I think we, you know, there was a certain level of expectation. Um, we've seen him perform. You know, he was you know unlucky. I think last season not yeah. to not to win that. Um, lost out to um, was it Heal? Yes. Um, so I think you know with Austin doing so well, like having such a good season, that really comes into play. You know, you find that people get very used to and, and very reliant upon players like Mukhtar. Well, that's what he does. He's really good. It's what he does. And I think with Drewsi coming through, giving Austin such an incredible season, obviously being above Nashville as mm. well, um, that might just swing it. Mm. I, I'm not saying it should. No, I think with Mukhtar's 11 assists, I think it's... Yeah, I agree with you, Drew. So if, it, if it went to him, it, it wouldn't be a shock. He's no, had no, a great no. season, but for me, it's got to be Mukhtar. Uh, Nashville fourth in the West. They're six points clear of the playoffs. Uh, remaining games, they've got... Um, well, really, they should only need one win, I'd imagine, or four points. They've got Galaxy at home and Houston at home, so you'd think they should get them in those matches. Tough away games, though, Austin and LAFC. So I don't think they want to... They, they want to get it wrapped up soonish. Yeah, get your points against LA and, and Houston, definitely. Mm-hmm. Austin, uh, they beat LAFC 4 1 the other week, but I've lost twice since then. But I mean, they're 12 points clear, so they should make the playoffs yeah. and get a home tie too. Um, right, moving on. Um, I'll tell you what, let's go back to the start of the weekend then. Let's go do it in that order. Minnesota nil, FC Dallas 3. This game. Uh, Basically, you could have missed the rest of the game and just seen three minutes in the second half because that's when all three goals were. Uh, but an impressive win for Dallas. 
Yeah, um, obviously kicked off kicked off with an own goal, but we'll uh, we'll <laughs> overlook that. Um, it is a big win for Dallas, and do you know what? Again, another team who have had a much better season than we yeah. anticipated. Yeah, definitely. They're fourth, seven points clear in the playoff zone, um, and going into the last part of the season where we're trying to get that home game. Um, you know they, they've got LAFC at home next, but then you, they've got San Jose away, Colorado away, SKC at home. Those are very winnable games for, yeah. for them, so they should be all right. Minnesota are in fifth. Um, the one thing that worries me about Minnesota is the leaky defense. They won three in a row and then have lost the last two games three nil. I think out of the teams in that sort of area in the league, the the defense for Minnesota does worry me a bit. Yeah, and, and if they are to make the playoffs. It only takes a disaster in the first game, you know, defensively, and that's it. You know, the, the, realistically, your chances are chances are very, very slim. So, yeah, I, I would worry a little bit for them. I think you're right. But um, in terms of Dallas, really impressive season, you know, definitely going to make the playoffs and highly likely to get a home tie. Yeah, we, we've discussed on previous full episodes, which seem like a million years ago now, but we said about the teams like Dallas and Montreal, and when you looked at the teams on the outside of the playoff bracket, uh, well, in the, the table, you think, well, they're going to find some form, so which teams are going to drop out? Yeah. You're looking at the moment, uh, outside of the, uh, in the West, there's LA Galaxy and Seattle, I don't. Those two teams are not. I don't think they're going to push and and take out. It's definitely not Dallas, but like even Minnesota are going to get in there. So credit to these type of teams who are underrated, who are underdogs, yeah. that are staying in it. Um, we're going to talk about LA Galaxy a little later on because, uh, well, let's face it, it was a very eventful game for Chicharito. Um, but let's move over to Columbus v Chicago. This was nil nil. Not much really happened, but Slanina. Uh, man of the match um, and after Mendy's antics for Chelsea at the weekend uh, maybe again. yeah he'll be fancying again yeah maybe he'll be fancying his chances to uh, to get that number one jersey yeah I've spoken you know we've spoken about this um, we've spoken about Gaga and his move or you know whether he was going to go whether he shouldn't go um, and you know I made my feelings clear on on players kind of leaving too early but Ultimately, you know, this is somebody who is, he is standing out. He is standing out on on a similar level to the likes of Brendan Aronson. Very different players in very different positions. But he is, you know, from the word go at the start of the season, Chicago were not conceding. And a lot of that was down to him. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, quite rightfully, a lot of talk about him this year. Um, and every time you see a nil-nil and or, or a nil in a Chicago game, you're like, yeah. There he is again. There he is again. Uh, just the same. That yeah, it's a shame that the strikers haven't been able to. Uh, They'd do have been their lethal. Bit. Chicago would have been lethal this year. They would have done, but instead they find themselves thirteen in the East. Um, six points off the playoffs. They've not won in five. They've, they, they've, they did one four out of five before the last uh, five games, and it did just seem to hit the buffers at the wrong time. Yeah, uh, I mean... Because they were getting consistency. They, they looked like they could make a, light, a late charge. And uh, I don't know, it's not impossible. Six points, five games left, but it's, it's unlikely. I think expectations were low for the likes of Charlotte and Chicago have only just managed to match them. And then that's that kind of sets <laughs> tells you where they've been at. Yeah, uh, we did expect quite a lot from Chicago with their signings and 13th is not really good enough. Columbus, though, they have, they've pulled into uh, the playoffs at the right time. They've only lost one out of the last 16. Nine have been draws, so I think that's probably why they find themselves in sixth. But still, they've, 
They've hit it at the right time. Similar to last year, they, they picked up some form, but too late and just missed out. They've picked it up at the right time this year. Uh, could they be a shout in the MLS Cup playoffs? Because yeah. we always find teams that come into it at the end and make make uh, waves in it. Yeah, 15 games recently where they've you know picked up points. And we started to touch on that in the, in the last episode, the full episode. We said, if they can continue that, then it's going to make it really interesting. They obviously have. Um, and they're starting to catch the likes of Orlando, even NYCFC, who we thought would have been out of sight by now. Yeah, they play Orlando last, so that could be an interesting game. Um, right, let's move over to Cincinnati then, uh, the short trip over to Cincinnati from uh, Columbus. Uh, they beat Charlotte 2-0, and Cincy, 8th in the East, level on points with New England Revolution, which, if, I mean, 12 months ago, if you'd have said... In 12 months' time, Cincinnati would be on the same points as New England Revolution. You'd think, geez, New England Revolution have had a horrid season. Uh, but credit to Cincinnati, they won again. Uh, can they break in? They're unbeaten in seven now. I, I don't see why not. First of all, uh, shout out to Hagland, who got his goal. He's been there from the start in uh, the MLS journey. And what a journey that's been, by the way. Yeah. Um, he's, did you hear that he said he, he wasn't going to cut his hair until he scored? So he's, wow. he can now take a trip to the barber. <laughs> yeah, it certainly got a bit longer. Um, yeah, so there's absolutely a chance they could, you know, it, it, you, again, as I always say, you're looking at who who it would be at the expense of who's who's unlikely to to continue picking up points for me you know new england level on points of them they've got less points per game new england um even though they're in the playoffs and got less points per game than cincinnati so you could even argue that since he deserved to be in there you could last two games chicago at home dc away so if since he can keep themselves Within touching distance of it until those last two games, they would definitely fancy the chances. They're unbeaten in seven since we lasted a, a full episode. So if since he lose this weekend to NYC, oh wait, no, it's midweek, isn't it? Yeah, NYC, yeah, yeah. don't blame us. Uh, we might be able to. Uh, no, I don't think we can. I'm going to say we could delay putting the episode out until Thursday just to help them out, but we can't do that. Um, Portland two, Atlanta one. Let's just ignore Atlanta <laughs> um, because I, I, yeah. It's it's been a poor season. You're right, mate. I'm, I'm yeah. It's the when they beat DC the other week, and I, I thought, great, a win. We're getting edging closer to the playoffs, and then I saw our few our games coming up, and saw uh, Philadelphia and Portland away. I thought, well, we're not winning them. So I've actually, you know, I thought with that DC win, I thought don't matter that we won because I just I knew then we weren't going to do anything we've not been consistent enough too many draws um, and uh, yeah it's uh, five points off so again it's not it's not impossible but you look at all Atlanta's games coming up Toronto at home okay we can win that Orlando away I'm not talking about that then Philadelphia New England Revolution and NYC it's just it's not happening it's been a poor season I just hope we have a half decent end so we can finish not, you know, 13th or 14th, but um, it's just not got going for me. From the outside, would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I think you could probably argue there was there was sort of certain moments that pinpointed, that, you know, maybe the idea that this wasn't going to be Atlanta season. Um, obviously, there's been ups and downs, but I'm talking specifically about the fact that they signed Dom Dwyer. Dom Dwyer was the answer. Hey, he scored early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then uh, not scored many since. But goal he, machine. But I mean, the thing for Atlanta is Martinez is top goal scorer with eight goals, and Martinez for me has not played anywhere near the amount of matches he has in previous years. So that's the thing is that you've got a guy there, and I know. Atlanta have had injuries, of course they are. They've had changes to the squad, even changes to the front office. So there are those excuses there. I think the amount of injuries has meant that the amount, the turnover of players for Atlanta for me this year has been ridiculous. I found it hard to keep up with as someone who's not as invested, who's trying to cover, you know, however many teams there are now, which is really difficult, by the yeah. way. Um, I found it I genuinely. I found it hard with Atlanta. And, oh, someone's exploded onto the scene with a goal on their debut. And, oh, look at this rocket from... I'm like, who? What? What's going on here? Yeah. And it didn't help on the Sunday when they were making stupid decisions. Two penalties Portland scored. Both were reckless challenges. And, you know, you'd have been 2-0 down at at Portland. You're not going to come back. So, uh, credit to Portland. They're seventh now in the West. They're three points clear of LA Galaxy, who are just outside the, uh, the playoff zone. Won three in a row. Against Atlanta, Austin and Seattle, big games. They, they're getting wins at the right time. They've got Minnesota, Columbus, LAFC and RSL to play. So there's, there's points there as well. So I'd, I'd even though Portland are seventh, I'd still fancy their chances of, of staying in the playoffs. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we've talked about a nil-nil already. Hmm. And there was another one. However, this one I think should be celebrated. Yeah, I think for both teams, uh, maybe not Ben Teke, who missed the penalty on his yeah. debut, maybe not celebrative him, but DC United had come off the back of four straight defeats before they beat NYC in the week. Colorado had scored, ten, sorry, conceded 10 of the last two games. So a nil-nil is probably a positive result for both. I, I will 100% go along with that. Anything to add? What do you think uh, of Ben Teke? I think he'll do. I think he, he did have a, a header cleared off the line. So he, if that goes in, it's a different story. But I think uh, his time in England were up, especially for Palace. You know, I, I don't think he would have gone anywhere else. Do you think he should have gone maybe three or four years ago? Um, in hindsight, yes. But I think three or four years ago, if he goes to MLS, suddenly you get like you, he, a lot of questions are being asked about his mentality, say, because he. he People will probably look and go, well, you've got a bit more time in the Premier League. Now, definitely the right time. And I think he'll do well. I think if he can get a few goals before the end of the season, push on to next year, I think he could really be a, a talisman for DC along with Taxi. Taxi. <laughs> never not going to be funny. Uh, Toronto lost at home to Montreal. However, that does not tell the whole story. Uh, yeah, they were 2-0 up. Seven minutes. Uh, the Italian Stallions. Bernadeschi and uh, clean, clean volley in this game as well. Yeah, um, you know, friend of the show Kamal Miller got a score, and then uh, Jordi Milahailovic. Um, Kai Kamara scored. He's, he's third now in the all-time MLS goal scorers. What a guy! Yeah, he's ten off Landon Donovan, Norwich so. legend. He <laughs> um, so uh, Montreal made it four two, and then Insigne scored a goal back. But he got injured in the process. Ninety third minute gets an injury. I mean. As we record this, nothing's been said if, no. it, if it's a big injury or not. But, I mean, Toronto four points off the playoffs, so it's still doable, especially because they've got Atlanta and Orlando to play. But um, that would be a big miss. Big miss if he's injured. It feels like a big game, that, because I think it, if uh, Montreal lose, as they were, they're only a couple of points ahead of um, NYCFC. And if Toronto get those points, they're only a couple of points off Cincinnati. That's that game's had a massive say, not just in the bragging rights, but but in the in the East. It has, yeah. I mean, 
Toronto's next three games are crucial because after the Atlanta and Orlando, they play Miami at home. If they pick up points in those games, they'll be going into decision day at Philly, which is tough, as we know. They've got a chance of getting in. However, if they, they drop points, then they, they're not. So it's a big period for them. Montreal, though, second in the East, the 14 points clear of that playoff line, which so you'd imagine they'll clinch it somewhere, yeah. even if they get beat this weekend. Lost one in the last 10. And now have gone to Mond- gone to Toronto, the four hundred one derby, and from two 0 down, won the game four three. What a season they've had! It's been it's been eventful. Yeah, it has. <laughs> um, and definitely didn't look at them as as being a team that could do that at the start. Um, I even watched a couple of their games early on and thought worried about this. Yeah, it did I think they lost the first because I remember them going to Atlanta and um they played Orlando uh, and Atlanta early on. Yeah. So credit to Montreal, credit to what they're doing there because uh yeah, it's um it's been so good and I think if it wasn't for LAFC, Philadelphia, even you could argue Austin, I think more would be said about Montreal. Coach of the season though? I would say yes. Because, I mean, Jim Curtin, brilliant job, but we know what he can do. You expect Philly to be up there. Exactly what I said, though, about Mukatar, isn't it? You expect it. Mm. Whereas you look at Montreal and you're like, wow. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe Austin, their head coach, could have something to say about it. But Montreal, I, I, we st- well, you thought Austin were going to do really well this year, so maybe we did expect more of it. Um, so let's move on to LA Galaxy then, the SKC. Um Two points dropped for LA Galaxy. Uh, they don't, they're in a position now where we see them every single season. Literally, they live in eighth. They live in eighth. They live on the border of the playoffs, going into decision day. There'll be a few points off and manage to mess it up somehow. We've seen it all before. And games like this, SKC, who have done well in the last few weeks, they're not bottom anymore. But still, you two, you know, you go one nil up. You have a chance in the 97th minute to win the game. And, well, I mean... Probably everyone's seen the penalty, Chicharito, who had scored a penalty 10 minutes before and put it in the top corner, decided to try and do a Penenka. It all went wrong. It saved. And, I mean, to be fair, he spoke after the game. He did. He, he apologised. He said it was his fault. But at this stage of a season, with his experience, he should know better than that, surely. And since he joined MLS, no player has missed more penalties than Chicharito. Really? He's only scored 50% of his penalties. It's, what, it, it's he scored player, 50% on Sunday as well. A player of that calibre is unbelievable. At a team where, uh, like LA Galaxy that, that do demand the best and we're still yet to see it five seasons into this podcast. We're yet to see the mm. the, the all-conquering LA Galaxy that we hear about and, and see about. Um, and, you know, my geography isn't great, but uh, it seems to me, like if you say, where's LA? Eighth, just around Vancouver every year. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And Vancouver coming for them again. Let's not have a repeat of that. Oh, no. I mean, and look at that last game. I know. Houston versus LA Galaxy. Yeah, it We've could all go here. so wrong. We've been here before. Um, Chicharito has scored 14 this year. He did score two on uh, Sunday. But yeah, enough's been said about this. And, and a lot of people have, you know, I mean, even the Spanish commentators uh, or the Mexican commentators were laughing at him when he did that penalty. But I would, it was just so disappointed for, for, for LA Galaxy because... It, it it is the same. They've got two games in hand on Portland, so you think, well, okay, maybe they can go into take get if they get one win, they level on points. But lessons have to be learned. And now, LA Galaxy three points off the playoffs. 
They've got um, six games to play, two games in Anna Portland. They need to start turning these draws into wins uh, and then getting uh, getting above that line because even this now, they, they'd have been in one point off Portland if they would have if they would have won. So, uh, and I'm sure if it is, if it does go to the last game and it does hang on a point or two, I'm sure this penalty will be replayed at some point. Absolutely. Um, in terms of SKC, when we look at how things were the last time we did a, a main episode, we've seen Philadelphia pick up a huge amount of points. Orlando have turned things around. Things have plummeted for Houston. SKC, nothing's changed. No, I mean, they've, they've picked up a few wins recently, but yeah. yeah where they, they're exactly where they were. Yeah, 12 points off the playoffs. So, I mean, they, they've got five left. So they, they have got to rely on a miracle, really. Uh, Daniel Shalloway has signed a new contract. So that's something that's, for you. That's huge. In a season, when you've had a season like this, that is it's bigger than you, you maybe give credit for. Mm. Because we all know how quickly, you know, trades can be done. He could still leave. Let's make no mistake about that. Um, but important that he committed his future to the club. Yeah, uh, and maybe maybe that's a sign of it. Like you said, maybe he's looking at it and going, okay, we've had a bad season this season, but there is stuff going forward. But what's crazy is LAFC can just come in with a trade. All it does is just keep him yeah. being paid by MLS, ultimately. Uh, you know, LAFC could come in tomorrow You know, and with a trade agreement. They could. Um, so New England Revolution uh, beat NYCFC 3-0. Uh, some revenge for the playoffs last year, I guess. But uh, just a, a word on NYCFC. They're still fourth in the East, but they've lost six out of the last seven now. Would you be worried? Because I, I think they'll get in the playoffs, but how much further are they going to go in it? Yeah, I think you you have these points of the season where you think, all right, well, we're going to make the playoffs, but... Yeah. And, and I think that's where they're at at the minute. Um, I'm I'm kind of the same with, with Orlando. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, all right, well, actually, after all this, it looks like they might make the playoffs. But, you know, and I think that's certainly where NYCFC are. They'll be disappointed to be behind Red Bulls mm-hmm. after such a big season last year. I know there's reasons why NYCFC have faltered a little. Um, but to be so far behind Montreal and then Philadelphia running away with it, I, I, I do think it's a surprise. Yeah, and as well, they've got the Campionas Cup coming up, which uh, I think at this stage where NYCFC are, it might be a bit of a distraction. do without it. Yeah. Um, loss of Tati has really affected him. Is that yeah. the main coach, Tati? Yeah. Just go again next year, I think. I, I don't want to write them off, but I, for me, they're not winning MLS Cup. No. Well, they've got games to turn it around. They've got Cincy, Charlotte, uh, Red Bulls, Orlando and Atlanta. So if you look at the form of Columbus and Orlando, I, I'd be worried. Hmm. Not Atlanta, though. No. Um, New England Revolution, they're seventh in the East. They, they, they've had a, a poor season for their high standards that they set last year. But at the moment, as it stands, they're in the playoff uh, area. They've lost two of the last nine. So they, they're playing well. Yeah, and let's, let's look at the positives here, is that they we did expect a better season from them, as we did NYCFC, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But they did start really poorly. Yes, they did. Um, so uh, they have picked up. So it's complete opposites at the moment for NYCFC and New England Revolution because NYCFC fans are, are worried, thinking, well, how are we going to do if we get in the playoffs? New England Revolution fans now will be looking and going, yeah, bring on the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, opposite for them from last year as well when they uh, they failed quite early on in them. Um, right, Seattle 2, <laughs> Houston 1. Knew who scored a goal. That's why you get sacked. You concede a goal to knew who. <laughs> One of the worst players to ever kick a football. And <laughs> it's an immediate, immediate sacking. Uh, a bit harsh on Nuhu. He is a fullback. 
watching him try to strike a ball <laughs> hurts my soul. Like it, it's remind. I used to play football when I was a kid. Um, I was football mad, obviously, and it, like it doesn't matter what I was doing. I wanted to be playing football, so my mum would have work, and she'd drop me off at my nan's, and uh, I, my nan would be like, "What do you want to do? Go to the park, play football." He runs around the ball and sets himself like my nan used to. It's so unnatural. It's so bizarre. Um, yeah, he does sort of like weirdly good stuff. Um, like my nan used to. Right? Oh. Um, so yeah, a 2-1 win. Thanks to Nuhu. That's what gets you the sack. 136 matches it took him to score. And yeah, <laughs> straight afterwards, uh, Paolo Nagamura um, sacked, fired from Houston. Um we were saying off air that because we haven't done an episode in so long, we you keep up to date. We obviously watch MLS every weekend, but there's because you're not in, in watching it and thinking, right, I've got to make notes for the yeah. podcast. So a few things sort of happen and you go, Oh, how did that happen? Houston being bottom of yeah. the uh you know of the West, it's not as if they were going for playoffs, but it just seemed that now, despite beating LAFC, uh six defeats in eight, and that is where They've now got to the found themselves at the bottom of the league, and obviously the Houston board, who I think Houston were expecting a, a, a bit more this season. We we've we've said before that what what do we expect for Houston realistically? I think this season going into it, the, the board were like, well, you know, we we're bringing in um, you know Mexico's captain. We we're going to give you some tools. We want to do a bit better. So obviously hitting bottom of the West is not what they were after. No, I, you know, um, at the end of the season, you often see those charts where it shows each team and how they've moved throughout time. It's going to be really interesting this year for many reasons. We've had teams come from come from deep at the last yeah. minute. You know, teams like Houston have dropped like a stone recently. Um, so yeah, not surprised with, with the sacking, but um, obviously it is thanks to Nuhu. <laughs> it is uh, Seattle play uh, Austin next so uh, Josh Wolf, be careful if knew who scores although I think Austin I think he's alright <laughs> I think he's alright yeah um, right let's go over to we've got a few games left now to cover um, you know from what happened this weekend then we can have a look and see who our MLS UK show championship champions are uh, San Jose 2 Vancouver nil. I mean this game uh, Vancouver in 10th in the West, San Jose are now 13th. Both teams are, are probably too many points. Well, San Jose are, but Vancouver, eight points off the playoffs is probably too much. Uh, they've got three games at home left, so you never know, but it's probably too much. Um, he obviously got the first goal. He's got 15 this season. How, Considering that they've got a player who's scored 15, they've scored 44, which is more than uh, quite a few playoff teams, actually, but they've conceded 55 would if you were Ibobisi, would you be looking at being very let down from your defense? Yeah, we talked about Minnesota's defense being poor. You know, they they've scored the same amount of goals as San Jose, um, and it just shows how terrible San Jose have actually been. Um, I think he has the right to feel a bit left down, left out. He's done his job. Mm-hmm. Um, the team around him have not done theirs. I would have liked to have seen him go to it. I don't think he was going to go to San Jose and they be- then become a playoff team. No. I think they needed more work than that. Um, I think seeing him go to an LA Galaxy 
maybe a Vancouver could have tipped those play those teams into the playoffs. I think that's the difference we're, yeah. t- we're talking about. I know LA Galaxy have teacher. This is just a hypothetical. Um, but I think San Jose needed way more work than that. But still, it was obviously a good sign, and you have to start somewhere. Um, but for me, that game, Vancouver San Jose, that game is similar to the. Um, the other Canadian sides, Toronto and Montreal, where those points have been massive. If you add those, you know, the points Vancouver lost there, you know, that they really would have been breathing down the necks of, of LA Galaxy. Yes, they would. And I think that Vancouver are probably where we, I don't know, think they should yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. But um, you're right. I think one or two signings, like they've already got the likes, you know, Ryan Gold as well. So they've got players had a, there. Had a managerial change. Yeah, so they've got players there. They've, they're at the start of their little journey and we'll see if we can push it into next year, see if they can bring in players to add to what they've got with Ryan Gold and others. Uh, but yeah, San Jose, a lot of work needs doing, especially in defence. Uh, last is LAFC versus RSL. LAFC had lost three in a row before this. Uh, they now came back and won 2-0. Probably why... They've now given them uh, Philadelphia the chance to catch them up with three successive defeats. Um, it was a it was a, a bad few weeks for LAFC. Uh, I noticed in the four one defeat to Austin, a few people were saying that Gareth Bale doesn't care and he, he looked like he wasn't particularly bothered. Which, We've heard this before. Yeah, which is uh, disappointing, really, because he I think the way he started and he scored a few goals, people were raving about him, saying this is exactly what. Um, he needs exactly what LAFC needs. He's going to be a real big player for them. So to then have a you know like handbrake turn, and um, and now suddenly people are saying, well, does he care? It's it's a shame, really. Yeah, but golf is always going to come first, isn't it? With Gareth, that's true. Um, at the end of the day, they've got it. You know, they've got it wrapped up. They've got the West in the bag. Um, yes, they've let Philadelphia catch them up. That is, you know, probably through a bit of complacency. But ultimately, they've got a game in hand still. So we're sitting here saying, oh, Philadelphia have caught them. Not not, not quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um, got an unbelievably good roster. I, I think Philadelphia would be unlucky not to, you know, not to take the shield. But ultimately, I think LAFC have got enough. Yeah. Uh, RSL 6th in the West. They're three points clear of LA Galaxy. Unbeaten in five before this game. And I've got DC, Cincinnati uh, at home still to play. So you think for RSL, they can win them two games. Then see how they, they've got tough away games away at Austin. They've got LA Galaxy away, which could be a massive game. And they end on Portland at home. So they've got a, a real mix, but they've got games there. You could see them winning. Yeah, absolutely. It's not over yet. Um, and, you know, that is why you have to look at teams like Seattle and Vancouver and say, well, I can't see who's going to drop out of the playoff spots. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. MLS UK Show. 
with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. So it's time to have a look and see who our MLS UK Show Championship champions are. For those who don't know what this is, we've done it for a few years now. Basically, we start with the MLS Cup champions and every game they play, they put the title, if you will, on the line. So, for example, New York City FC, who were champions last year, lost to LA Galaxy in the first game. That meant that LA Galaxy had the championship yep. and so on. So the last update we did, where New England Revolution had gone on a 10-game unbeaten run. Uh, so they kept it for 10 weeks. Uh, then they lost to NYC FC. So that's where we pick it up now. Okay. So you're going to have to use your memories because it's been a long time <laughs> since we've checked this. Uh, so NYC FC... Uh, won the title off New England Revolution, beating them 4-2. Then they beat Dallas 1-0, went to Red Bulls and won 1-0, beat Miami 2-0 at home, drew away at Montreal 0-0, which meant they get to keep the title. It's a good run. It is, but then it was ended by Columbus, who beat them 3-2. Columbus have since not lost. They uh, drew away at Colorado. They drew at home to Atlanta. They drew to Cincinnati. They beat Miami, but then drew to Chicago. So they have kept it for five games, but four of them have been draws. So, uh, yeah, Columbus are our current champions. Now, we have been waiting for this, and it's not happened yet in any of the seasons. But with Columbus kind of being on the Yeah, they might not make the playoffs. They might not make the playoffs. If they draw the remainder of their games, they probably won't make the playoffs. And then we will have to, well, a team team will have to have the title without it going to playoffs because of course if it goes to playoffs it's going to end up because draws don't count it's going to end up with the winner, the winner of MLS Cup so uh, yeah we'll have to see well Columbus have got Orlando last game of the season so I think spoiler alert there lads uh, let's hope they lose it before that um, so uh, yeah keep uh, keep an eye on that one uh, we're going to do our predictions in a moment, but Columbus uh, are playing Montreal away at the weekend, which is a tough game. Wow. Um, fancy a game? Yes. Well, I've missed these. You can't do these over Zoom. No, you can't. Um, so uh, I have got another new game for the show, and it's called The Reverse Quiz. Oh. I'm going to give you the answer. You have to uh, tell me the question. Right, okay. There's no right or wrong answer. It's for you to come up with them as quick as you can. Right, got you. So uh, this makes a change because normally when there are right or wrong answers, I normally get a lot of them wrong. So I'm happy with this. For example, uh, just a little test. I might say the answer is Daryl, what's the question? (laughs) What is the first name? I've had a game with a change of name player. (laughs) Exactly, okay. So uh, it's quick fire just to try and make it a bit more entertaining. Okay. Um, But like I say, there's no right or wrong answer really. I think you know the ballpark of where you're meant to head with them. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Not just a random string of words, okay? First answer is Chicharito. Who who should stop doing Penenkas? <laughs> Where do the spiders live? That's the question. Oh, wait. Where the spiders live? Oh, um, in Don Garber's wallet. <laughs> the answer is, he didn't. What is the question? <laughs> um, Don Garber promised we'd be uh, get our next... Franchise announcement, which is probably Las Vegas by now. Yeah, he yeah. didn't. <laughs> uh, the answer is targeted allocation money. What's the question? <laughs> What's under the Christmas tree this year? <laughs> uh, the answer is smashed a kid in the face with a ball. What's the question? <laughs> 
How did Drew Yearwood celebrate being a guest on the MLS UK <laughs> show? <laughs> Uh, the answer is Vanny Sartini. What was the question? <laughs> um, name a MLS head coach who could also be a, uh, a chef. Very good. Uh, the answer is bottom of the West. What was the question? <laughs> uh, where would you not find LAFC? And the answer is... Orlando City's first piece of silverware. What's the question? What is Sacramento going to prevent on Wednesday night? Very good. Very predictable as well. <laughs> uh, that is the round of the reverse quiz. Uh, right, we need to look at our predictions for this weekend. Um, I mean, I could go way back and read you uh, some of the results from last time, but no I'm not need. going to. I won, yeah. essentially. So it's now 5-5. Five, five. Ah. So we'll be having a decision day very soon on it. Um, right, we're going to kick off with, of course, you know, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, as we've said, Orlando play Sacramento. Also, New York City FC play Cincinnati. No one cares about that game. Mm, Orlando are playing the Cup NYCFC final. and Cincinnati fans do. I've always cared about the Open Cup. You know this. <laughs> no, you haven't. You said it was pointless. You however, just... however, yeah. at the start of this season's Open Cup I genuinely said and you can find it on the podcast I genuinely said I'd like to win it this year yeah I think a lot of teams would <laughs> uh, it was nice when Atlanta won it but uh, no, all, in all seriousness yeah I, it's get silverware in it it breeds you know success in, and silverware breeds confidence and hey you never know you might be getting that little star above your badge hey. if you uh, if you play your cards right next year um, so let's go to this weekend then let's kick off with Montreal versus Columbus our MLS UK show championship champions game one all oh so you think Columbus are going to keep it again I think it'll be 2-0 Montreal oh okay uh, Charlotte are at home to NYCFC I'm going for a shock 2-1 victory to Charlotte I don't know. Charlotte's home farm and the way NYCFC are playing, I don't think it would be as much of a shock. But I agree with you. I think Charlotte will win. I'm going to go 2-1. Uh, Nashville host LA Galaxy. I'm going for a Nashville 3-1 victory. Uh, yeah, we, we're agreeing on a lot this uh, today. Um, yeah, Nashville will win. I think it will be 3-2. Without Drew Yearwood, New York Red Bulls face New England Revolution. Ooh, New England Revolution playing well. I think they'll get a 1-0. I hate myself, but 0-0. Oof, please not. Uh, Atlanta v Toronto. 9-0 um, Toronto. Atlanta draw, 2-2. Two, two. I think you'll win 1-0. Hmm. Cincinnati versus San Jose. Uh, big game for Cincinnati, that. Um, I'm going to say 2-2. Two, two. Um, no, Cincinnati win, I think 2-0. Philadelphia are at home to Orlando City. Um, 7 0. No, 6 0. You just don't go there and get a result, unfortunately. No, um, so I'm going to say 2 0 Philly. Uh, 2 1 Philly. Uh, Chicago v Miami. Oh, 3 1 Miami. I'm going to go I'm going to throw in my 0 0 card. Oof. Seattle, though, then take on Austin in a battle in the West. Uh, Austin are kind of in Seattle's usual spot. Yeah, big game for Seattle. They've never missed out on the playoffs, but they're six points off at the moment, so they are in danger of doing. But I don't I know why win. I'm going for so many draws. I'm going 2-2. I think they win. I think Seattle win 2-1. I think the, the, the surge up the table starts here. 
Dallas host LAFC. Um, Nil two, LAFC. Do you reckon? Yeah. I'm going to go one nil LAFC. Um, head coachless Houston versus Kansas City, SKC. Um, two nil Houston. Really? Yeah. Uh, one one. Okay, Colorado host Vancouver, and I'm going to go for an away win here. I'm going to go 2 1. Oh, I think um, Colorado will concede. Surely they can't keep two clean sheets in a <laughs> row, but I think they'll. Uh, I think 1 1 actually, yeah, draw. Struggling DC travel to RSL. Um, 3 0 RSL. Ooh, I was going to go 3 1. Uh, Portland v Minnesota. Um, 2 1 Portland. Um. 3-1 Portland. There we go. So there's our uh, predictions. Don't forget to send yours in if you want. Hello at MLS.show or you can tweet us at show as well. Um, you can Instagram us as well on the same handle. And we're on TikTok yeah. as well. Uh, MLS UK show. So uh, go look for us on there. You can get clips of the show. Uh, there's midweek matches next week uh, in MLS. But after... Uh, oh, well, no, before that, actually, we'll have a stoppage time episode, which will probably be released on Monday, maybe yeah. Tuesday, depending when I can get around to editing it. Um, but it's good to be back, isn't it? It is good to be back. Um, it's just nice to talk about MLS again. I don't really have anyone in my life that I talk about MLS with. Um, Bryony doesn't care. She she just likes purple. Um, and, uh, yeah, my dad texts me on the morning after an Orlando win, just going, good result for the boys, but he wouldn't have watched it. No. So, uh, yeah, it's good to be back in the swing of things. Um, so before we leave today, we need to find out the answer to the easiest game of the changing name question ever, partly because, it well, it was easy anyway, and secondly, because you give the first name of the player out. Yeah, uh, started their career uh, in 2013, when they were just 13, uh, at Oklahoma FC and uh, went to college Virginia played for the Cavaliers um, and then obviously drafted into MLS Orlando City 2020-2021 went on loan to Barnsley played for West Bromwich Albion but so far only three times cause injured but I told you, even told you their first name was Daryl Daryl DK it was Daryl DK uh, did you see the video the other week of when he's been buying the wrong um was it powder for his dishwasher? So I I did see this, but I, I've, I should explain. So the only reason I, I actually had to go and l- look into this is because um, when I was doing my day job, which is like a, a radio show, um, I was doing a breakfast show, and on the TV behind my co-host, I suddenly saw Daryl DK, but it was on like the, the actual news. And I was like, that's Daryl DK. But we're talking, we're live on the radio. And I'm I'm so distracted. I'm looking up going, that's Daryl DK. What's he on the news for? Like, what's happened? Um, so I had to look into it. And then I saw the story. Oh, right. So you'd thought, oh my God, what happened to Daryl yeah. DK? Yeah. He's only been in West Brom like six months. I've gone missing. Um, oh yeah, he's it, funny. It was funny, that video. Funny character. Um, I do hope that he starts playing more matches for West Brom. Because we start at Barnsley, I think he'll do really well. In uh, in England, should have gone to Norwich. We love an American. You do. Josh Charger is scoring goals now. I've noticed. Finally. Finally, that's nice. Nice for him. Yeah, got him firing. Um, okay, should we get out of here? Yes. Don't forget to uh, subscribe in your podcast provider and leave us a review and rating. But if you're going to leave us a review and a rating, there's one rule and one rule only. 
Five stars, LA Galaxy style. And the way LA Galaxy are playing, that isn't going to change. No. And we'll still say that next year. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like the video, click the notification bell and subscribe too. We've got over 600 subscribers now, which is uh, which is great. So thank you very much to everyone. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week with a stoppage time episode and we'll be back in two weeks with a full episode. If you haven't watched any of our summer interviews with Danny Higginbottom, um, Andrew Wiebe, uh, Drew Yearwood and uh, Jack Elliott and also Ian Joy and Liam Ridgewell from when I was on my honeymoon uh, which it was months ago it seems like years ago now uh, and don't forget to check them out on your podcast provider and YouTube as well so uh, that's all I've got to say on the matter no one talk about the fact that we're wearing the same t-shirt goodbye <laughs> yeah if you're colorblind <laughs> you think it was the same one see ya Sports Social Podcast Network Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.